This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? It's a Major League Cricket special. This is the betting hub for the Major League Cricket. I'm Ed Hawkins, pro cricket picker, joined as ever by John Wright, former Oz compiler and pro cricket picker. Enjoying the MLC, John? Yeah, I am actually, Ed. I think it's been a it's been quite a enjoyable start to the competition. It seems to I've sort of like got quite a bit of interest in America. The crowds are there. There's a lot of lot of stuff on social media, and there's been some interesting performances. So uh, we're halfway through the um, the uh, the group stage, aren't we? Of the sort of first phase, and um, already we look like we've got a team that's practically out of the tournament in the um, in the Los Angeles Knights. I mean, they've lost their first three games. I mean, if they won their last two. I think they'd even still struggle to qualify. But we said we said at the preview show, didn't we, Ed, that we thought that they were one of the teams that um well the the the, cult, the KKR franchise as a whole hasn't really been performing in, in other global franchises. And it's obvious this one is, is a continuation of that. Yeah. Knight Riders struggling as three defeats from three, as you said, John. We're gonna go through each of these. Six teams for the MLC. Look at the futures market. Uh, we've also got a game to preview as well, seeing the Texas Super Kings take on the Seattle Orcas at the state of play currently. That's the top two. Texas first position playing Orcas in second. So we'll give you all the best bets for that one. We'll go through the futures market with you and we'll go through team by team to give you some insight. We're also moving on to a different venue. We've got some statistics on that. We were of course, at Grand Prairie Stadium in Dallas. We're now moving on to Morrisville. Seven of eight games at uh, Grand Prairie Stadium won by the team batting first. Uh, so an extraordinary toss by us there. Um, so, uh, John, let's start going with that futures market with uh, Bet Rivers. Um, and they're pricing up, unsurprisingly, with them, Texas and Seattle Orcas plus 250 the pair on your futures money line. San Francisco are next best, their third position. They got two wins from three. They are our pick, weren't they, John, for Gloria yep. plus 400. A word on them in a second. Washington Freedom plus 450. MI New York plus 500. They've been indifferent. And then the Knight Riders plus 2,000, who are almost as good as out of it. Let's start with Knight Riders, John. Uh, we identified them um, as a problem team. Um, and just to point out, really, that the squad building is just just not been good enough. They've got basically one overseas player to switch out out of the entire squad when some teams have like three or four options. But 
it was Martin Guptill for Jason Roy, and basically that's the only change they can make in terms of their overseas players. Absolutely, and uh, Martin Guptill's been disappointing. I think we we, pr- we uh, predicted it in the the preview show. He's you know he's a he's a white ball player of old, um, not really in the current sort of white ball scene, especially at the highest level. Uh, he struggled. Uh, Jason Roy's come back after um, the uh, Vitality Blast final where he played for Surrey uh, in England. He's he's flown over there. Um, so yeah, that was the only change. But I think it, with with the KKR, it's you know it's the same old story. The seam bowling seems lacking, um, and also you know the the likes of Narayan, Andre Russell. You know there's a lot of there's a lot of old older players in that particular side. And you just get the sense that they're sort of like going through the motions a little bit. You know, I mean, uh, Lockie Ferguson, I say, he couldn't get a game for KKR in the IPL. Yeah, he seems to be sort of the main, um, you know, he's bowling, he's the main seam seam bowler or or high-profile seam bowler in this particular side. So, yeah, it's been disappointing them. Um, And, uh, um, yeah, I, I think they're effectively out. I mean, they might... Their last two games, they might decide who qualifies, but I don't think they'll be qualifying themselves. I mean, they, yeah. in one of the games, they got bowled out for 50, didn't they, Ed? Which is pretty yeah. disgraceful, really. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think we can put a line through them and, and, and maybe look to them next season where I suggest that the franchise might get some fresh faces in there and, and not roll out the likes of Andre Russell, Sonny Narayan, and these guys that seem to be part of that franchise for a long time. Yeah, I've got to move on from those guys. KK, I've got to move on from those guys and, and, and the franchise in general, uh, I think. They're conceding 9.7 runs and over. I know it's only a short study sample, but that is a good insight into uh, an issue with the teams. They're going around the park like that. Uh, we don't expect them to um, uh, make any headway and they could do well to win a game. Um, yeah. uh, Mumbai, possibly the more... Tricky side to call. I don't know whether you agree, John. Um, they've got Rashid Khan available to them uh, now. Um, they've been able to pair Kajiso Rabada and Trent Bolt. So the bowling ha- has looked strong and that's been reflected in some of the numbers they've been producing. Uh, 6.9 economy rate with the ball. We think economy rate is really key in T20 franchise leagues. Uh, we always say it. Um they did beat Knight Riders, as we mentioned. They bowled them out for 50, but they've also you know, lost lost the game themselves. So they're a bit tricky to call because uh, Knight Riders, obviously, whipping boys. Bet Rivers go plus 500, um, perhaps reflecting that. John, um, Knight Riders going to miss out. Someone else is going to have to miss out because top four make it through. Is it New York for you? It's, well, I think it's going to be New York. I mean, effectively... As you said, Ed, they've played three games already. They've only won one. They're effectively going to have to win their last two games to get into the last four, which I think will be tricky. I mean, you're right in what you say. I mean, um, Rashid Khan comes back after the the uh, international uh, series he played against Bangladesh for Afghanistan. He comes straight back into this side, but he played in the last game and they got beat. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we said in the preview, they're, they're missing some batting, aren't they, Ed? You know, it's... He's too reliant at the top of the order with the likes of Breves, who's, who's, who's pretty young, a young player. Uh, Nicky Perrain and um, Kyron Pollard seems to be batting a little bit too high for someone who's a bit of a veteran of this sort of cricket. He seems to be batting high. and it, So, yeah, I, I, I think they're, they're going to struggle, actually, um, as effectively. They're going to have to win their last two games to qualify. So, 
it's interesting, isn't it, Ed? Because when we did the preview show, the the night MI were favourites, and the Night Riders were second favourites, and effectively were halfway through the tournament, and and pretty much both those sides look like they're going home. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't think they're qualified, uh, and again. I think we might see a, a change in the trend of making Mumbai teams favourite just off the back of the brand. Yeah, agree with that. Um, they've got balance issues again. They've signed Rabada and Bolt and Rashid Khan. You don't need all those three. You've got to you've got to split it up with your batters, and they're batter short. You know, Karan Porolo is captain of this team, so he he has to play, but not really worth his place. And by the way, Brevis, you mentioned there about time he started scoring some runs. Um, yep. I suspect because at the moment he's going around the franchise leagues, he's not doing it. Uh, Washington Freedom are fourth on the money line for the futures, uh, plus four fifty. Um, been going okay. I mean, they did lose their first match, but then hit back. John, um, uh, we obviously haven't seen much of them. They've only played twice, so we don't know a huge amount about them. Um, but I thought they might have been a bit of value actually after that. Um, Opening defeat. I think we spoke about them that we we quite like their their balance. Um, so although they are second bottom, um, it's still very early days for them. Um, economy rate of seven point eight with the ball. Balance looks okay, um, and just by the sounds of it, they should make it through to the playoffs. Yeah, they've as I say, they've only lost one game, and uh, if they win their game in hand, I think they'll be in a good position to get through to the last four. I like their bowling. Their bowling is their seam bowling is very good, isn't it, Ed? The likes of uh, Norkia, Alan Milne, um, and uh, Marco Jensen, Dorcius, and they've got good spin options as well with Akil Hussain. So, I think the bowling's okay. Probably lack a batsman. You know, I think we said that, didn't we, in the preview show? Um, they're probably just lacking that quality batsman at the top. Um, you know, I mean, Glenn Phillips and, and Josh Philippe are good players, but I just think they're missing one another. In that yeah. department, but I think I think I think they will. I think they will go through. And then, obviously, when in the in the last four, it's anyone's, isn't it? But um, yeah. So I mean, they they will be my fourth choice out of the teams that um, I've seen so far. And so we're halfway through our futures update for Major League Cricket with Bet Rivers. Bit of housekeeping: give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice, and then give us some three follows across the Twitter accounts at because we win so you can win across all sports not just cricket and then at john wright 15 and myself at cricket betting three more teams to have a look at on these bet rivers futures markets um we'll come to the top two in terms of uh, how they fare when they actually meet each other uh coming up uh san francisco uniforms plus 400 they're our outright pick however identified a problem with them john uh they're going at 9.3 and over now uh which is a major issue at the halfway stage, for me at least, because the Grand Perry Stadium was was basically a very tricky batting wicket. Um, so going at 9.3 on that track, just alarm bells going off all over the place. I think they're going to make it, but um, it, it suggests that when they go back to Grand Perry Stadium, they really need, got to tighten up their, their bowling. Their batting has been terrific. They're the best batting team in it. Um so can't be too harsh on them, but do you think they can go on and win it? You're still as confident as you were. I'm still, yeah, I'm still confident. They've only lost the one game, haven't they? They got beat by Seattle. Their batting lineup is just awesome, isn't it? When you actually look at it, it's absolutely quality. You think what they've got there? You know, they've got Stoinis, they've got Finch, they've got um, they've got uh, uh, Finn Allen, they, 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 Matthew Wade. They've got just quality all the way down. 
their bowling is is is, is the weak link. Um, and the one thing which they they seem to do well as well, and I think we mentioned this in the preview show, is that the the so called Americans are are contributing for them, aren't they? Like um, Corey Anderson um, yeah. got got runs. Uh, Liam Plunkett's bowled pretty well. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think they're definite runners, and I definitely think they're qualified. They've only lost one game, and they've lost to a, to the Seattle side that are unbeaten. So. I wouldn't be too concerned about them, but, but as you say, they're bowling, their economy rate, they're bowling. You know, if they get through to the later latter stages, it's going to have to improve if they're going to win it. Yeah, that is uh, definitely true. Texas Orcas, they can't split the pair with Bet Rivers, the top two in the lead ladder. Uh, Texas 6.8 on bowling economy, Orcas 7.1. So they're really tight with the ball. So just there. Uh, um, some decent units. Uh, they meet on Friday. We'll talk about that, that match in a second. Um, I mean, John, I've got a view on Texas. I think um, I think they've perhaps been a little bit fortunate. I'm not convinced by their balance at all. Um, and think Orcas is probably the better team of the two. Um, so they could be a little bit of value at the halfway stage on on the better of his futures. I don't know what you think. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, one thing with Texas, which I think um, will make a difference, is is Daniel Sams. I mean, he he played very well in in England for in the Vitality Blast for Essex. He's travelled over, and in that middle order, he will he will give them, along with Dwayne Bravo, who's who's already got runs in this tournament, um, give them a little bit of an engine room in in that middle order. So, and they both of them bowl. So, I think that'll make a difference to Texas. Um, top of the order. I mean, Conway has been brilliant. Um, and also, as we said, these players, these these American, so-called American players that are contributing, I mean, Texas have got um, the leg spinner, uh, Mohsin, uh, Mohamed Mohsin, who's took seven wickets, hasn't he? And he's, he's bowled very well. So I think that, you know, that helps with the balance of the side. If you've got an American player that warrants his place in the side and, and he's contributing, and, and they have, and, and same with Seattle, really, because Seattle have got players like um, Cameron Gannon as well. I mean, he's... He's bowled the, the well, I think he originated from Australia, didn't he? He, he, yeah. he? So they've got him as well, and he's contributing along with the opener that's opening the batting with um with Quinton de Kock Anwar. So both these sides have got have got uh, contributions from the American players, which has, has definitely made a difference and helped with the balance of the side. Okay, good stuff. That's the futures money lines looked at for the Major League Cricket at the halfway stage. Let's just check in with what this Morrisville pitch is like before we preview Friday's game between Texas Super Kings and the Seattle Orcas, the top two in the betting, the top two in the ladder. Uh, Morrisville, three out of eight, 160 or more in the first innings in a 2022 minor league. Um, so that suggests we're going from a similar sort of surface that we saw at Grand Prairie Stadium. A bit tacky, a bit slow. I don't think that's what the American audience wants to see. They want fast, bouncy wickets and runs and sixes and fours all over the place. Well, they're not going to get it um, if um, the track is similar to what we saw in minor league cricket last year. And interestingly, John, four out of eight, one by the side batting second in those games. Um, and there's not one out there in, in the fact that one was a tie. So actually only... Three teams of one batting first out of those eight matches. But we'll keep an eye on that that one for you. Um, a bit disappointing that um, we're not seeing massive runs, John. Or do you, do you prefer that sort of um, battle between bat and ball? 
You'd like you you'd like you a, a cricket purist would like to see the the the, the bat the, the batter would between bat and ball to be very um you know even and you know as good bowling performances as well as batting performances. I mean, there's been two scores of over two hundred so far, hasn't there, Ed? Uh, and only one real terrible score, which was the fifty that uh, the Knight Riders got against Miami, and everything else has been sort of like middle of the road, sort of like one fifty, one sixty. So it'd be interesting to see if this this uh, second venue, if there's any sort of difference in that. And as you 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 rightly said, only one side has chased down so far out of the eight matches. So it'd be interesting to see if that trend um, changes and and the, and the sides um, that win the toss are, are looking to set instead of chase. I imagine going by what's happened in the first half of the tournament, the, the teams that win the toss will want to set. Uh, and uh, and defend a, tor- defend a total. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we'll see that trend again. Uh, let's move on to Friday's game. There's Seattle versus Texas Super Kings. The money line with Bet Rivers for you. Seattle Orcas plus 100. Texas Super Kings minus 129. As we just stated about the pitch, we expect quite a sort of a cagey affair, not big runs. Um, get on it, bat first, try and get up to that 160 mark. That may well be enough for you to win win the match. Uh, two very good bowling teams, these. Um, I mean, I think it's a pick em affair, really, so I'm very much moving towards Seattle as the value. I uh, don't know what you think, John. No, I agree. When I, when I, when I saw this time on the Friday, I thought to myself, I wonder who's going to be favourite. I could have made it each or two myself. You could pick holes in both sides. Uh, I mean, Texas have got that, as I said, they've got that sort of middle order, experienced middle order of like Miller, uh, Santner, Dwayne Bravo and um, Daniel Sams, I, th- I do like that. But then, you know, if 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 one of the openers fails uh, out of Conway and Duplessis, then you know Chetty in at three. There seems to be a little bit the the the, the top of the order seems to be a little bit light after the openers. Um, Seattle, yeah, I mean Seattle again. I mean I like Class, and I think as I said to you before, I think Heinrich Klaassen is one of the best white ball batters in the world. They got Shivram Hetmeyer as well, and also, I mean, one of my favourite players is the Pakistani guy, um, Iman Wasim. I mean, he's he can win a game with bat and ball, um, and I like him in the side. Uh, their bowling attack as well. I mean, Wayne Parnell, you know, very very consistent, wily left armour. Andrew Tyre, and also another got another um, so called American that sort of chipped in and played quite well. He's the uh, the the off spinner, um, Harmit Harmit Singh. Yeah, uh, I think I think he played one game for India. You said, didn't you, Ed, in the preview show? I think. Um, yeah. So he's a um, good player. Yeah. So so that actually looking at their side and the fact that Anwar has got runs with Quinton de Klock at the top of the order. I mean, I, I think that arguably the Seattle side just looks a shade stronger. Uh, I actually do like their their bowling attack. Um, I think their bowling attack slightly better. Uh, but but then again, Texas with this Mohammed. Mohsin, I mean, he's bowled very well. I mean, he's got seven. We got most wickets in the tournament so far for for Texas. So, um, yeah, it could be a close game. If I was, I'd go for the value. I'd go, I'd go with the value. If you're gonna, if you're going to say say to me that Seattle are outsiders, I'll go with Seattle. The fact yeah. they're unbeaten as well, Ed. Yeah, yeah, I like Seattle here. Just picking up some of those players that you mentioned there. Um, Heinrich Klaassen runs available to go over or under at twenty one point five overs. 21.5 minus 118. That looks cheap for the Seattle 
hitter. Uh, Fafdu Plessis, we've yet to see anything from him. Really quite surprised that that is extremely consistent in T20. Not quite sure what's up with him. Over 26.5 plus 100. Um, expecting to be interested in price of top batting for him, around about plus 300. Um, Devon Conway, 29.5 over under minus 118. Quinton de Cox also listed here over 25.5. Plus 100 under 25.5 minus 137. Uh, some varied numbers to move on. Um, John, any batters that you want to pick out there to get against or get with? Probably the obvious ones. I mean, I think you're right what you say with Texas at the moment. Conway seems to be in a lot better form than Faf Duplessis. So maybe Conway at the top of the order. Um, if you can get something like plus. Uh, 350 plus 400 for him to be top, um, sorry, plus 300 for him to be top Texas bat. I wouldn't put you off him. Um, in the bowling, as I say, I mean, I think uh, Bet Rivers might have a little bit of value there with with uh, Mohamed Mosin because he's, he's plus 400 to be top Texas bowler, which I think is probably a little bit of value because judging by what he's done so far in the tournament, he'll definitely bowl his overs. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, he could be a bit of value. And as I say, with Seattle, you you are looking for Quinton to cock at the top of the order. But the fact that they've got the likes of Klassen and Shivram Hetmeyer in that middle order, um, yeah, as I say, I, I just shade, I just shade with Seattle. So yeah, probably someone like Quinton to cock or Heinrich Klassen would be the ones I'd want to go for for top back, top Seattle back. Okie dokie. This is the Major League Cricket. Betting Hub with Bet Rivers, the How's That Cricket Show. Uh, let's go to best picks now for this edition. Uh, we're all talking about MLC. John, do you want to go first for your two best picks? Uh, well, I'll, I'll go for Seattle. I'll go for Seattle at plus 100 to, to actually win this particular game. Um, I think, yeah, I think they probably uh, re represent a little bit of value. And... Um, in the uh, man of the match market, I do like a few players there that could contribute with bat and ball because you've got players like Dwayne Bravo Rowe and um, who's um, plus fourteen hundred. Daniel Sams is plus fourteen hundred, and also uh, Imad Wazim is plus fourteen hundred as well. I, I like them because the, both all three of those players will contribute with bat and ball likely. So you've got you've got probably twice a chance of them of them you know. Winning, winning the Man of Match Award. So that's where I'd probably go. So, yeah, Seattle to win the game, plus 100. And I'll go with Daniel Sams to be Man of the Match at plus 1,400. All right, good stuff. Um, Washington Freedom for me on your outright, plus 450. I think they're going to put a run together and make those playoffs. And I think they may well be dangerous when they get there. And also, I'm going with John, absolutely, in that Seattle-Texas game. Seattle rather value at plus 100. So you've got some agreement here from your handicappers for the Friday game in the MLC. That completes the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? And the MLC special returning to us next time for more MLC picks and value. We'll see you then.